Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back to another episode of Developing the Leader Within. I'm your host, Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez, and with me today, I have Michael Cortina, uh, a dear friend, a LinkedIn uh, partner, and uh, wellness, right? Wellness, he's all about wellness and mental wellness. He deals with PTSD, trauma resolution, and uh, I am so blessed to have you uh, today with us, Michael. Uh, and and before we start into all the good stuff, right? Give us a little bit of a background of yourself. Sure. Thank you so much, Enrique, for having me on, on the show. It's, it's truly an honor and a pleasure. So I, I appreciate that and thank you for that. Um, sure. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is Michael Cortina and I specialize in providing brain optimization processes to help people achieve peak performance and emotional wellness. And the, um, one of the things that makes what I offer a little bit different is that transformations can be completed in as little as a single visit. So this operates on both ends of the spectrum, whether it's clearing up stuff from the past like PTSD, trauma, guilt, anger, shame, blame, um, all sorts of things, to the complete other side of the spectrum, which is when someone's wanting to level up, you know, get their mindset ready. They're, they're ready to go for that forward leading goal they're right on the edge, they're on that precipice, maybe a little bit of fear setting in, but getting the mindset optimized to pursue that next goal in life. And um, lastly, I take uh, these processes and I make them available to businesses by way of master classes, trainings, and so forth, so that we could train their leaders, their employees, their teams, their people, um, in, in ways that will have all sorts of benefit, everything from um, dealing with fear and anxiety and uncertainty to stress management to better retention, increased morale, and, and, um, and language, the, the powerful impact of language for success and the way it responds with the subconscious mind. Well, that, uh, that is wonderful. And uh, I'm so excited for this episode. You know that... Uh, um, leadership has so many facets to it. Uh, wellness is one of those things that is seldom spoken of. Uh, and, and I dare say in some, uh, some way looked at as a, a taboo, right? Um, because uh, who, wants to, uh, who, who wants to be in leadership and, and then, you know, people know that you're getting some help, but that's actually a sign of courage and, and strength uh, and, and specifically with leadership and wellness. Um, you know, I have had uh, issues uh, and things that have come up in, in, in my life uh, where I was not well. I was not well. Uh, there was an, uh, a, a time in my life where uh, uh, this, my wellness state was just to the point where I, I would uh, reach 
for the doorknob at, at, at the place I was working with and freeze, trying to contemplate whether I want to even turn that knob and come to work that day or yeah. just turn around and get in my car and go home, right? Uh, so, uh, and, and I was leading. And so uh, leadership and wellness is one of those areas that needs to be addressed and openly without fear so that you can get what you need because if the leader's not up to snuff and ready to go, um, how can the team, right? And so uh, I'm so excited about what uh, you would have to say about that and, 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 the, and the rest of the things that we're going to be talking about. Oh, you know, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. I, I am, you know, you're, you're spot on with that. There is, um, you know, the brain is an organ just like any other organ. And just like your heart, your lungs, your liver, your gallbladder can experience dis-ease, so too can the brain. It's just part of the human condition. It's really that simple. And so this whole notion that it, it, it needs to remain veiled and under cloaks is, is really bananas when you think about how, how um, it's just a function of what's going on with an organ, just like any other organ in your body. And so um, smashing that stigma, making it okay, there's so much value in that on so many levels, personally for the leader themselves and their family, they will know. They will know the difference when they're well versus when they weren't and they'll experience that. Tremendous individual and personal value and then still added value and ripple effects for the organization, the people, the team that that individual is leading. Everything from the experience and the feel of being in the work environment to the bottom line, because these things do hit the bottom line. Yeah, that's uh, definitely so. And it's funny you mentioned family because uh, in the cases or in the instances where I was uh, struggling uh, mentally, uh, mentally to do uh, and be in those environments that uh, were toxic, to say the least. Right. Um, uh, my wife was the first one, <laughs> would always be the first one to say, yeah, you're not going to last long there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I would say, no, nah, I'm going to, you know, press through, but she was, yeah, something's going on and you don't see it, but I see it. And it's amazing how, uh, th those closest to you, um, you know, they, they see it, they see it. And I, I'm, I'm a person that wears everything on my face. Right. So if there's something wrong, unfortunately, I, I'm a tall tale right here, right in my face. But, uh, uh but uh, some people know how to hide it pretty good and, yeah. and struggle. They struggle daily. Um, and you know, and when you're struggling as a leader and, you're having to serve others. I've said this in, in previous conversations, right? You can't give what you don't have. And if, if, if you're empty on the, uh, in the mind capacity to, you know, to, and resilient and you're, and, and you're struggling yourself, um, you know, uh, it could be dangerous uh, for, for a team 
uh, to, to have you go through that without getting the help you need. And, and uh, you know, it all goes down to, right, to, to, to those we serve, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about, you know, the, the point you're making there resonates deeply with me. Um, I, I look at leadership first and foremost as your existence your your function your role as a leader is to serve to serve those that you're fortunate enough to lead not the other way around they're not there to serve you you're there to serve them and in so many ways to streamline things and and make it so that they can do their work in as productive and uplifting an atmosphere as possible in a way that's free of, of barriers and restraints as much as possible, you're there to serve them. That is a, a sign, in my opinion, of a true leader. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and, in, and in, as you bring that point, uh, you know, why we are there to do, um, we have to be careful uh, to be uh, what we would refer to in the, in the military, uh, uh, round up, right? Uh, ready to go and when we don't seek the help that we need uh, for whatever reasons, right? Everybody has different reasons why they choose to or not to. But when you choose not to, uh, the consequences are beyond you. They trickle to those around you, those that you mentioned uh, just a second ago that we serve. So, you know, I, and I have always said, you know, it, it takes courage. It takes courage to raise your hand and say, "Hey, um, I'm I'm short on that one. Uh, can can I get can I get help because I have people relying on me that cannot uh, I cannot jeopardize right. So in serving others, it's uh, so important to be cognizant of yourself and your own self awareness right. How we say uh, in in EQ uh, self aware." so that you can effectively lead. Now, in, in, in leading and knowing yourself, there's a, se a second uh, uh, aspect to that, right? Which is uh, uh, knowing those around you. How does wellness you know, uh, help in, in, in actually doing that? So, <clears throat> the, we can all experience and feel the energy of those around us. You know, um, you ever walk into a room and you're socializing with some people and this, this, this dude walks in and it's just like the negativity and the anger is just coming out of his pores, <laughs> you know? And you, he's like a walking time bomb. You sense that, you feel that, you cannot not feel that. And what that dude brings into the room then spreads and has an impact on everybody in that room. And I've seen people, I, I remember being in a room with this, this, this tiny, really petite woman. She must have been 90 pounds soaking wet with a winter coat on, <laughs> you know, and it just, just, just a, a tiny, petite woman and was larger than life. 
And she came in there and she had this radiant personality and she was outgoing and she was energizing and she was exciting. She was like a magnet on steroids. You just wanted to gravitate towards her. You felt that energy coming off of her. She was exuding it. And then I remember being around a guy, big guy. I mean, he was like a wall with teeth, just big, big guy, right? And was this quiet and, and sort of um, gentle it, it, as can be. And th this, th there was like, you know, this was a guy, I don't know if he got the messaging that because he was such a large man, he, he didn't really have to be loud otherwise. You know, he's kind of like a gentle giant, right? And you, likewise, you experience that energy. Here's this really physically large man, but you just felt comfortable. You felt like you could connect with him. You felt there was a softness coming from him um, by the way that he carried himself and how he talked. So um, to your point, it absolutely has an impact on others. And um, those are just some brief examples. I, I hope they resonate and make some good sense of how you feel the energy of others. And that stuff comes across. Yeah, and, and as, as leaders, it, uh, what I see most is that we, we do real good um, with telling others, <laughs> telling <laughs> others what to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so hard to apply it to ourselves, but that uh, even those around us are aware whether we're applying that to ourselves or not. So the only one fooling themselves is us, right? Um, or, or whatever leader may be trying to, uh, to fool fo folks. Um, but knowing, uh, being able to know your own condition and what uh, things are, you know, are, are needing uh, help uh, also allows you to know when others need help. Uh, because, uh, you know, what about if there's a person that's always talking in your, in your group and then all of a sudden, one day, there's not much chatter. You know, you should be able to pick up on some subtlety, some things that just don't, uh, you know, they, it don't make sense. And so as leaders, knowing others, knowing yourself, knowing how you impact others, uh, and how does that, uh, you know, uh, manifest in the people that are around us is so important. Um, uh, part of that is, is, is being truthful, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. So, uh, being truthful, uh, being real, being genuine, how, how, um, what, what would you say is important about those things, uh, in the leader? Yeah. You know, I think at the, when it's all said and done, people respect authenticity people respect genuineness they know you know i know your listeners know that the leader is a human you know you might be looking at them through the lens sometimes as a boss or as a leader or as a manager as a supervisor as a director as your area vp whatever but at the end you really know that ultimately it's an individual it's a person and they're not perfect they have their own stuff going on. Maybe they have some really, they're, they're skilled in some areas and they're not skilled in some areas. So when the leader is just authentic and genuine with that and sort of owns that, um, I think people respect that versus trying to be this, you know, 
this this bulletproof facade of a human, this perfect human that that I met um, a perfect person once. I did, and um, he was on his golden unicorn flying over a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, perfection doesn't exist, man. Just be real. Just be genuine. People are going to respect that. You know, if you mess up, take ownership of that. Don't look to rationalize it away. Certainly don't look to blame your, the people that you're leading. Take ownership of that as the leader. You know, you owning that will gain you so much more respect. You know, they, they, they see you as human. You know that um, you make mistakes. It's okay to not have the answer. It's okay to say, I don't know. So many times I could say, my, my, my team is asking me questions and, hey, what's happening with this? What's happening with that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, if it's something I could find out the answer to, but I'll get you an answer as soon as possible. And I'll look to have you an answer by this day, by end of day this day. If I don't know and there's some uncertainty, I'm just genuine with it, right? Just, you know, I'm not sure. There, there's a lot of stuff still out in the air and there's still a lot of uncertainty with things outside of these four walls that are impacting our business. Not quite sure. I, I get that that might not be the answer that you're looking for, but I respect you enough to, to just be real with you. And, and I don't know right now. You know, be genuine, be real. I think you'll get more respect. Yeah, ownership is so critical to the effectiveness of a leader because those around you, they see you, they watch you, they're listening to you. And when you cannot own up uh, and uh, when they say, you know, take the bull by the horns, uh, they, they, they mean uh, start to possess that situation and be able to manipulate the outcome. You might not be able to uh, uh, dictate what the situation is, but you can manipulate that if you take ownership, bring on those that you are, you know, we were talking about being real and uh, those that you are serving and those that are around you start to bring those in and enable them to go and do certain things to help manipulate that. But taking that bull by the horn, uh, directing the outcome is one thing that we can do and it does require you to take ownership. And so I, I love that, uh, you know, and how it, uh, how it actually melts well with being real you know, being genuine. You, you know, it, it, as you're saying that, Enrique, and another thought occurred to me. I mean, think about parents, right? Parent, any, any parents out there, one thing we know for certain is that when your kids are coming up, they, you, you could describe them as little stalkers. They're watching everything that you do. They're observing, they're learning. And this whole antiquated notion, do as I say, not as I do, Good luck with that. Let me know how that works out for you. They're watching. They're seeing what you're doing. They're seeing your actions. And so when you, you know, um, when, when, when the cashier gives you an extra 10 bucks with your, with your change and you just you know, put that in your pocket and walk away, your kid sees that. 
when when you tell the cashier, oh, I'm sorry, you gave me an extra 10. I don't want your drawer to be off. I don't want you to get in trouble with your manager later in the shift. Your kid sees that. Well, likewise, when you're a leader, those that you're leading, your team, your people, they're seeing what you're doing. And if they see that genuineness and they see you owning up to things, not only will they respect that, but it gives them permission to do the same in return so that they don't feel like they have to hide things from you. They say, well, hey, I, I dropped the ball on this one. All good. Let's, let's, let's figure it out and move forward. It's a great way of modeling. Yeah, and, uh, and it also facilitates growth within the team, right? Because I, you, you mentioned the family, you mentioned the kid, and uh, uh, it's funny, the other day uh, we were having a conversation uh, I had, I guess I opposed something that was being said. And the very first thing that my little eight-year-old turned around and said, hey, you said that was okay before. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> they'll, they'll tell you, right? And if your kids can tell you, your coworkers will definitely be, <laughs> be telling you. So, uh, and, and I love the example of how you... Uh, portray yourself and how you act and then your children see him because that's that's real near and dear to my heart um i spoke uh, a, a week ago i believe uh, and it was specifically uh highlighting that leadership starts at home and uh, my effectiveness in leadership and what i can do and can't do is all uh, based on what i can do at my house uh, and, it, and, and it breaks down barriers, but it breaks down barriers for my children. Um, and it will also facilitate, uh, breaking down barriers at, at, at work, right? There you go. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's a key component, um, in, in, in my estimation to leadership is breaking down barriers and breaking down bureaucracies, eliminating obstacles for those that you're fortunate enough to serve. So if you're on, think of it like a funnel, okay? So this information is coming, you, you go off to the meeting and, and you find out what's happening industry-wide and you see what's coming your way, okay? And you think about how this can impact the team and then you figure out, okay, so what's gonna be our move? What's gonna be our strategy? And in doing so, you figure, well, here's these three nuggets of information I think my team really needs to know, and I don't think they need to be bothered with the rest. You know, I, I got inundated with all this information because they, they have to share information. And so what you do then, when you go to your team, it, uh, excuse me, prior to that, you also anticipate what sort of obstacles might show up, what, 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 what you know, bureaucracies that exist, that be, might get in the way. Okay. So now I go to the team and I say, hey guys, here's what's happening in this environment. This is what's, what's, what's coming down. Here's um, you know, this three points that I think will be of highest value to what we're gonna have to deal with as, as this comes our way. Let's say this is a have to scenario. Um, here's I think three things that would, um, that would be of real value for you to know as we move forward and I already am anticipating that this over here can be an obstacle and I'm working on it. So let me get rid of these barriers so that you, the team member, can do what you love to do. 
you know, what you love to do. You, you went and got in this field. You went and got that education. You got this degree. You got whatever it is you did. You did for a reason. There was a calling. There was a passion and interest. What they didn't tell you in school <laughs> was about all the political stuff that's going to happen in the work environment and all the bureaucracies and all the red tape. Um, so me as the leader, you as the leader, Look to eliminate and break down as much of that as possible. I get you can't always get rid of all of it. I mean, I'm just saying a fantasy world, I get it. But there's some stuff you can do. Is something you can do. Find it. Find what it is. Eliminate it for your team so that they have more enjoyment with what their mission is, their drive is, and um, to allow them to do that. That's where their energy is. Yeah, they, um, what would you... A, a simple thing or simple things that you may suggest to a leader that outside is doing all of that, right? They, they're serving their folks. They are, uh, they know their people. They are being real and genuine. Um, they're taking ownership and breaking down barriers, but inside they are struggling, right? Their head, their head is struggling. Uh, what are simple things that we could do uh, to, you know, to, to help that? To, to help that, um, to help that leader towards moving to getting help. Yeah. Yeah. Getting help or, or getting, uh, getting right. Ah, well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that'll be a function on uh, of what it is that they're contending with. Um, so, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be a function of, of what it is that, that is the source or the origin of, of what's been problematic. Um, so just very general for, for the minute here, very sort of broad recommendations are, are some of the things that I'm sure you hear a lot of, you know, as far as eating right, sleeping right, exercising, you know, um, taking care of yourself. The other thing that I would offer is this, is having a real understanding that when something hasn't been feeling right, that um, it might require a bit more than just doing those lifestyle factors I mentioned about. Right. <clears throat> and in understanding that, just think of it like this. I don't think that everybody wakes, that anybody rather, anybody's waking up and saying, today's the day. If no other day, today is it. I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can, put my best foot forward to feel as lousy as I possibly can. Right. I don't think anybody's thinking that. So if they're not thinking to feel lousy, how can they think to not feel lousy? What that tells us, Enrique, is that the source and the origin of a lot of this stuff is at the subconscious level of mind. Mm. Because people would not be choosing to feel lousy. Heck, if they did, if, if this were the case, people would just say, I think I wanna feel better, so I'm gonna choose to feel better, and now I feel better. I mean, I wouldn't even have an industry to work in. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Go be an engineer or something, yeah. right? So it doesn't work that way. And, um, so have that realization, have that realization that there's something going on that's at a, that's at a deeper level of mind and you might need to connect with somebody who, who knows how to impact at that level of mind 
to get things to move in a direction that is productive and beneficial and desirable. You could continue to eat double Whoppers with cheese three times a day, seven days a week, and smoke two packs of cigarettes and sit on the couch with a pack of Oreos. And as your heart starts, to, you start to get symptoms. I mean, hey, you could continue to do that, but you're not going to trick your heart in the end. Sooner or later, your heart's going to say, dude, I'm attacking you. <laughs> you have a heart attack, right? Well, it's the same thing with the mind. You might be able to tell yourself, you might be able to portray it, you might be able to play it off in business, even in front of the people that you're leading at the office, and then you come home and people are like tap dancing on a minefield. They don't want to set you off. You can't hide from it. Understand that. Understand it's certainly not a choice. No one's choosing to feel this way. It's hitting from a much deeper level. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Uh, that, uh, you know, we talked about re, uh, realization and being real, being genuine. Part of that requires you to be that with you first. Be, be that with you first. Um, and, and as a leader, I, I encourage uh, all of you that may be leaders at this point in time to uh, be real with yourself. Uh, it is okay. It is not bad to seek whatever help require is required for whatever level you're at, right? Because not everybody's at the same uh, level. Not everybody's uh, any worse or any better. It's just where you are and uh, realize where you are so that you can get, you know, maybe it's just a friend that you call, you know, someone, we call them battle buddies. I still have some myself, right? So, hey, you know, hey, I'm going through this then and you can talk it out, simple, done. Uh, some things require just a little more. That's Maybe, it. You know, uh, and so it depends on what, where, where you are, but I encourage you uh, to, uh, to be a leader that uh, is, um, is taking wellness uh, very seriously because uh, at the end of the day, I have always said this, right? Um, you will go and you'll be replaced. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, it. And, and the world keeps moving around. You got it, man. You know, it, it's, it's so true. I mean, I think, um, think about if you go to the gym, if you're somebody that works out or as we live and breathe at this moment, maybe you're doing that at home, but um, you go and you work on that muscle. You work on that muscle. You're strengthening that muscle, right? You're, you're intending to strengthen that muscle. You're intending to improve upon your physical fitness, your, your, your physical health. Um, think of it the same way with emotional and mental wellness. It doesn't always have to be a big thing. You don't have to have a formal diagnosis of PTS um, you don't have to be experiencing debilitating guilt. It doesn't have to be paralyzing grief or anger that's like going to put you in a court legal situation. It doesn't have to be at that level. If there's anything, small preoccupation that's going on that's buzzing, it's draining from your battery. Why have anything drained from your battery? Why not be fully resourced, ready to go, charged up? And so I look at it as even just like a booster. You know, you go in and you work out at the gym. Hey, let me go do this thing, meet with this guy and, and, and 
boost up my brain, strengthen that resilience. Uh, there doesn't have to be a major crisis or um, dis-ease that's going on to say there's real value in going to the gym to strengthen this and you'll be so much more impactful, resourceful, resilient, powerful in a way that's um, everybody in your inner circle feels in an uplifting way. Well, I, I tell you, Michael, this has uh, been a, a refreshing uh, uh, segment. I know I've, uh, I've always advocated for wellness and leaders. Um, thank you for all your commentary, all the suggestions, and, and what you have provided for us today. Uh, and uh, how, how would uh, anyone get a hold of you if they, they were wanting to reach out? Thank you, yeah. And, and um, thank you. For, for making this part of your show. I, I so respect that. And, and you're a voice um, that's getting that out there to people. So I, I appreciate you serving others in this way. Um, the way to reach me, uh, my website, michaelcortina.com. Michael's M-I-C-H-A-E-L, michaelcortina.com. And there, there'll be all sorts of information and ways to reach me. Outstanding. Well, you heard it all. Uh, Michael Cortina, uh, if you want to uh, get into the wellness scene, get, get well, <laughs> uh, reach out to him. Uh, and we will see you guys next week uh, when we, uh, in our next episode. Success to you. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.